y'all hear that? Oh, did that come out of me? Ooh. What's cracking, big dogs? Welcome, bike, to the channel. Welcome, bike, to the headquarters. My hands are washed. My shirt is tucked. The voice is about to be lowered. Week six, done. Dunzino, how we doing? How's everybody doing? Shout out to all the 6-0 teams. Shout out to all the 0-6 teams. I love y'all equally. We don't discriminate. We show love, always. All right? Show me some love if you enjoy the video. A simple thumbs up on the, on the video, on the piece of content, on the featured film that we're making here today. This is the Week 7 Waiver Wire Targets video. So we're going to go through a, a full recap of Week 6 of things that I thought were interesting, are notable, that y'all should know going forward, and then talk about some of the waiver wire pickups that come up, that come along as we tell the story of week six. Each week has its own story, its own theme, its own novel, okay? And as pretty much every single um, week so far this year, the theme of this week is running backs getting injured. I guess we'll start off with Miles Sanders to get this out of the way because it's given me anxiety ever since he left the game yesterday and I've had anxiety. So maybe I just need to get this shit off my chest. This is fucking heartbreaking. I'm sad. I'm somber. I'll be melancholy for the rest of the week until he gets bike on the field. This one's going to fucking hurt. He was just starting to get into his zone, man. Rips off 70 plus yard runs, bike to bike weeks against Baltimore, against Pittsburgh, he has that big run in the middle of the game. He lands awkwardly when he gets tackled on his knee, and then he does not return. Over the last two games, Miles Sanders has 198 rushing yards on 20 carries. I didn't do the math. That's pretty fucking good. That's what the calculator would say if I put the numbers in. That's why we loved him, because he has that breakaway speed. He has that big play potential anytime he has the ball in his hands, man. That's why we loved him in the summer. He gives you the massive plays. He will not be giving you the massive plays for the foreseeable future, okay? He also dropped a fucking unreal touchdown catch. It. This one felt like, this felt exactly like, you know, my most hyped up player last year going into the year was probably Aaron Jones. He was the guy I was most excited about. And y'all remember this if you owned him. He had that one touchdown catch that he just dropped to hit him straight in the fucking hands. And we know Aaron Jones is a great receiver. We know he's a great receiving running back. We know that with Miles Sanders. Aaron Jones dropped that ball early in the year. And I remember tweeting out, I was like, wow, that shit felt really, really personal. Like, I feel like he dropped that for me. That's the way the Miles Sanders catch felt. That shit felt very personal. I took it personally. I'm going to take it personally for the foreseeable future, okay? This should have been like a 30 to 35 point fantasy game for Miles Sanders. He's had the big game, got tackled on the long run, the five-yard line. He drops that touchdown pass. They have multiple goal line carries in the remainder of the game that Sanders was not in for with Boston Scott. Now they play. It's a knee injury, right? He's getting an MRI today. I do not believe. I'll, I'll keep checking Twitter as we do this live stream. Uh, a lot of you guys are in the live stream right now. Some of y'all are catching the live replay afterwards. I keep them shits up on YouTube to enjoy the featured film. Let's check and make sure we don't have any new... We got nothing. We've got nothing. So the MRI will be coming today for Miles Sanders. They play on Thursday night football. 
Okay. They play on Thursday night football and they're playing against the Giants. So he ain't going to be playing Thursday night. We'll put it that way. Apparently from the team's outlook, they're a lot more concerned with Miles Sanders' knee than Zach Ertz's ankle, which we'll get to in a second. So they're playing Thursday night football in Philly against the Giants. And Snacks is, Snacks is going to that game, physically going to the game with two of our other friends. So if you want to say your goodbyes to Snacks on social media, go do that. At Snacks underscore. I'm thinking about going to the game. I don't want to go to the game at all. It's like two teams I could care less about. I don't want to be next to Snacks during a Giants game. We have to go to fucking Philly and probably shitty weather. Like, I don't... But content, though content would be kind of fucking elite it would be elite content to film snacks during a thursday night football game in philly against the g-men ah should i go the the problem is this the problem is fucking they can't have fans in the stadium a lot of a lot of places can't and the ones that do philly does you can have up to like 25 percent capacity so they're all hiking up the ticket prices and the tickets for this game are like 250 dollars i'm like listen bitch like I'm not paying $250 to watch the Giants versus the Eagles. It's like two of the worst fucking teams in football who are going to be less than 100% on multiple sides of the ball. I'm not a Giants or an Eagles fan. I fucking hate both teams. More so, I hate the fans of both teams. So like $250, i am not going to do it. Maybe I, If you guys want me to go, I'll open up a GoFundMe. How's that? I'm going to create a GoFundMe. I'm going to create a GoFundMe right now. And if we raise $260 on the GoFundMe before... Wednesday, I'll get the tickets. I'll drive down to Philly with snacks and our two other friends and we'll film it and we'll throw it up as a vlog. But I'm not paying a fucking dime for this ticket. No shot. All right, you ready? GoFundMe. What should the URL be? GoFundMe.com forward slash Gmen tickets. That's it. GoFundMe.com forward slash Gmen. I can put it in the chat. Let's go. It's pinned. Otherwise, I ain't going to that fucking game. No shot. All right, let's talk about Miles Sanders a little bit. So he's getting the MRI today. Again, he's going to be out for Thursday Night Football. It sucks because they're playing Dallas next week, too. So they have the G-Men. They have Dallas, both games in which if he could do this against Baltimore-Pittsburgh, you know he's doing fucking exponential work against these teams. Then they have the bye. So we don't know the severity of it. It could be an MCL. It could be a meniscus thing. Uh, Best case scenario, it's probably like what Joe Mixon or Raheem Mostert has dealt with. Joe Mixon last year, Raheem Mostert this year. Two weeks probably, which puts him at the bye week. So if I had to guess, given I'm only technically a doctor, this is a guess. I think we see Sanders bike on the field week 10 after their bye week. All right. That's probably the earliest we're going to see it. The pickup here is obviously Boston Scott. Now he's been pretty useless this year. We had that first week where Sanders did not play and Boston Scott filled in for him. And he was nine for 35 on the ground, caught two targets for 19 yards. But it was against the Washington front seven. That's a very, very tough defense to run uh, to run against. And uh, I'm actually way more optimistic about Scott's outlook on Thursday night as well as against Dallas if Sanders misses it. So he's actually someone, especially if I'm a Sanders owner, that if I didn't already have, I'd be putting down pretty significant fab, fab money on it because they clearly trust him as the one if he's gone. Uh, and take that for what it's worth. You know, he's not going to have as much. Like, the reason Sanders has been blowing up lately is because he brings those, like, 70-yard runs to the table. Boston Scott doesn't really do that. But Boston Scott can catch a lot of passes. Boston Scott can be the goal line back. He was really successful down the stretch last year doing that. 
Uh, so I would be bidding pretty aggressively uh, if I'm a Sanders owner or if just someone that I need a running back for on Boston Scott. I think brighter days are ahead. He's shown us that he could be a good NFL running back despite the week one shit show against Washington. All right. So I like Boston Scott and I will be trying to get him in most most leagues. Joe Mixon, level the foot, came bike with two feet, but I'm uh, he's fine. He should be fine going forward. If I do own Mixon though, this this is the time of the year that we gotta be getting them handcuffed. So I will be trying to pick up Geo if I'm a Mixon owner if he's available. Mark Ingram, some some something with the ankle. Supposedly gonna be minor. He's also getting an MRI today. Could be a low ankle sprain. It is important to note that they have their buy in week seven. Okay, so even if you are a Dobbins owner, even if you're a Gus Edwards owner, which those people don't fucking exist, week seven they have a buy. So if it is not significant, Mark Ingram is likely going to be back by week eight, week nine, the latest. When they do get back from their bye, it's Pittsburgh. They're at Indy. They're at New England. So three very, very, very tough matchups. If it proves to be more serious, you know, if it is a high ankle sprain or something, he's out for a month, it's going to be a committee. I don't care how I don't care how high you had Dobbins ranked as your rookie dynasty running back coming into this year. Doesn't fucking matter. They're going to use a committee between the Gus Bus and J.K. Dobbins. Okay. We're looking at yesterday's game with Ingram out. Gus saw 14 opportunities as well as scored the touchdown. Dobbins had 13 opportunities and outsnapped him 32 to 30. So you're going to be rostering both. Okay. You want to roster both. Gus probably takes the Ingram role. And without Ingram in the picture, I would say it's more valuable that way. They do want to get J.K. Dobbins started. And he is obviously capable of the upside and the big plays and will be way more involved in the pass catching role. But that's not really a big role in this offense. They'll set him up with screens. If he could break one or two big ones, we'll get excited about it. But like for right now, if Ingram misses time, I'm looking at both of them as low end RB2s, probably flex plays, but I'd probably be comfortable enough, comfortable enough to throw them into the uh throw them into a flex spot in my lineup if Ingram does miss times. All right, we got about 500 people in here and 83 thumbs up. That is the efficiency of Frank Gore. Okay. We are not a Frank Gore fantasy football channel. We are better than this. Okay. We are a Miles Sanders football channel. So fucking up them thumbs up, people. Also, tonight, 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 we will be live streaming downstairs at the headquarters. Bills, Chiefs, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Drinking games. We're going to have some fun, some giveaways, some trivia. We'll probably have a few more extra people actually downstairs with us hanging out. So it's going to be a good ass time. Make sure you set your calendars. Make sure you sharpie that shit on your forehead tonight. And depending on how we feel at the end of the first game, we might stick around for them Dallas Arizona games because that's a tight match. Animal might get his first win in E-Town Get Down. Animal might get his first win uh, depending on how the Arizona games goes because they got a, a lot big, big contingencies on that game. Going against Kyler, CD, and Drake, but he's up like 45 right now. Your man's uh, absolutely fucking dominated one change this week. Wiped the floor with him, but now I'm going to be without my... I literally don't have running backs to play. At this point, I'm going to be running out like Darrell Henderson and James White is my running back one and two. Though I'm in some serious trade talks. I might be moving Kelsey. The problem, like, so annoying. Like, all summer, I was like, well, you, need to, you need to handle your running back core. You need to get your running backs early and often. And I got Sanders, I got Eckler, and they should have been my one, and, my one and two. But I have no running backs now with them two injured. And the rest of my team is fucking fire. It's super flex. So it's Tannehill Cam. The other wide receivers I got are Terry, Will Fuller, Adam Thielen, um, Tyler Lockett, Debo Samuel, 
So like them and then Kelsey, my pass catchers and my throwers have been absolute fucking fire straight out a dragon's mouth. The running backs are a problem for me though. So I need, I'm five. I'm going to be five and one after this week. So I need to just wait until these guys get back from injury. If y'all are like me, you're just holding on for a fucking prayer that one of these running backs can get bike is a problem. I don't know what I was talking about. Raheem Mostert, he's a problem. Stevie One Chains had him in his lineup. Started off electric. Uh, he just got just got bike from the sprained MCL. Then he injures his ankle in this game. This is the this is a takeaway point I want to talk to you guys about because Mostert was a guy that we were without a doubt fading this summer. Like I wanted no part of him in where his season long ADP was of like fifth, sixth, even like seventh round. And a lot of you guys would be like, oh, well, you're wrong because Mostert was really good. Like, listen, that's not that's not the point here. We know what he could do on the field. The problem is, and this is going for next draft season already, when you get excited about, this happens all the time, running backs with very small sample size of big success. The question becomes this, like, you know, we'll, we'll usually see over the last like six weeks of the season, someone blows the fuck up, right? And it's someone that's been in the league and they haven't done much yet. It blows up, and then next year, everyone gets excited about that running back. And we're like, okay, how high do we have to draft him? How excited is he going to do that for the whole year? You need to ask yourself two questions, okay? You need to ask yourself two questions. If this guy does get the workload that we hope him to get, that we hope for him to get, can he be efficient in the face of giant volume? But more importantly, can he hold up if he does get that workload? Like, it's, it's awesome to see someone do it for four weeks. But when you're getting tackled for 16 or 17 weeks in a row— can you hold up and face these NFL defenders, right? Perfect examples of this, Raheem Mostert, Kenyon Drake. I was not doubting Mostert's talent ever, but he's never been a war. He's never even been close to a workhorse. This year, they finally gave him that role. Within five weeks, he's gotten hurt twice. Kenyon Drake, can he hold up with the workload in the face of, uh, can he hold up in the face of this workload with efficiency? The answer is fuck no. And this happened way more often than not. These guys with very small sample sizes don't duplicate, replicate, fucking fornicate. Not the right word, but we're going to use it. They did. They fornicated on people that fucking drafted them this year. All right. Lesson to be learned. So if most are misses time, this is where things get interesting because Jeff Wilson was a surprise inactive with a calf injury. Tevin Coleman, who knows? I think he's finally can get off the IR, but he's got this knee injury that he's dealing with. So we don't know when he's going to be fucking bike from it. And then you've got Jamichael Hasty, interesting buzz name, and Jarek McKinnon. Now, Jarek McKinnon was super active, obviously, when Mostert missed time originally and was really good in fantasy. But yesterday, Hasty actually outsnapped him and outtouched him in this game. Um, I, I think that was more of like a hot hand approach kind of thing. But then again, that is Shanahan's backfield. Like, that's what he'll do. Whoever has a hot hand he'll give the ball to for that game. It could end up being a 20-touch game for Jermichael Hasty if they miss time. The next month of games for San Fran. At New England, at Seattle, Green Bay, at home, at New Orleans. So a lot of traveling going on here. The one you want if Mostert is out is obviously Jarek McKinnon. He's most likely to get the 15-plus touches, be involved in the passing game, get the goal line work. But if you're in a deeper league, it's probably worth grabbing Jermichael Hasty and seeing what happens there. Uh, we'll have to see, like, Jeff Wilson is also a guy that I would probably roster um, if he's going to be active. You kind of have to follow practice reports and see if he's limited and then gets in a full practice. But this surprise inactive was just fucking that. It was a surprise. Came out of nowhere. 
And when he is active, he does get a lot of, he gets enough work to be fantasy relevant. Okay, so keep a close eye on Raheem Mostert. Now, that was theme number one. Theme number two, are these tight ends? It was an interesting week for tight ends, man. Um, Jonu Smith leaves with an ankle injury that is not expected to be serious. Let me see if we've got any updates on him. On the man's Jonu Smith, who's just been fucking incredible. Sick, guys. No, no fucking donations yet for the Giants tickets. GoFundMe.com forward slash G-Men tickets. Honestly, I hope none of you guys donate to that. I don't want to go to this game whatsoever. Uh, what was I looking for? Oh, Jonah Smith. Skirt. Dealing with a minor, minor ankle sprain and is expected to, to be considered questionable for Sunday's game against the Steelers per source. Okay. So minor ankle sprain. Uh, I guess like really all we needed was Jonu Smith to die for Anthony Ferksker to dominate. Is he he might be the better tight end over here. He really might be. I'm dropping Jonu for Ferksker, no doubt. Ferk him. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't do that, people. Ferksker is uh, an interesting ad, man. He went nine for eight targets, receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. He's got a very interesting profile, and I started looking into him this morning, obviously, because I wanted to know more about him. And I think, like, when you look at the profile, a lot of it makes sense. One, he's younger than 26, so, you know, the breakouts for tight ends come late. He went to Harvard. Apparently, it's a pretty smart school. College dominator in the 94th percentile. College yards per reception in the 81st percentile, which means he's a big play guy. And the breakout age in the 88th percentile. And that basically tells you those kind of statistics, those numbers tell you that he's good at football. He produces when he's on the field. The athletics are where things get kind of uh, kind of feisty. You know, that's where the first flaw would come in. He's also from New Jersey. So up to this point, zero flaws. But you look to the right side of it, 48740, not good speed score, not good burst score, but the agility. The agility, man, that is where you, I almost look at him as like a big slot receiver because we've seen slot receivers be super agile, right? When you're in tight, when you're running up the seam, when you're in the middle of the field, you just need to be quick in tight spaces and you can get open and catch those balls quickly. And that's kind of like a guy with Fersker who's got a low athletic score in the other parts of the ball. Really good athletically in terms of agility. So moving very quickly laterally. And I think that could play really well. Again, the Jonah Smith injury isn't serious, but he was uh, he was a big-time athlete coming up. He played wide receiver in high school. He, he originally went to Harvard to play both football and basketball. So you love to see it. So depending on the severity of the Jonah Smith's injury, which I feel like is probably going to end up being a game-time decision and maybe make Fersker not worth rostering. But if you own Jonu and you've got a spot, uh, I would grab him and just see what happens there because you could just play one of the two, whoever starts. What else do we got injury-wise? Zach Ertz with the ankle. Like I said, they think the Miles Sanders knee thing is a little bit more concerning than the Zach Ertz ankle, who he will be getting an MRI today as well. So by the time y'all watch this, or if you're alive with me right now, we don't know shit. We don't know shit. But we will know some stuff by tomorrow. By the time y'all watch this on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever the fuck you watch this, we'll know all about Miles Sanders' knee and all about my heart. Severity of his knee injury goes to the severity of my heartbreak. You absolutely uh, hate to see it. So the fact that he's going in for an MRI, though, Zach Ertz, tells you that it's not nothing. It's not just, it's not nothing, right? It wasn't just something that he left the game for, could have came back in, whatever. 
there's something there. And they have a three-day turnaround timetable for this Giants Thursday Night Football game, which means I'd be very surprised if Zach Ertz is on the field playing active in that game. Dallas Goddard's obviously out. Sean Jackson's supposed to return this week. Alshon Jeffrey, I don't know. I would say he's probably like a game-time decision, 50-50. Travis Fulgham, though, man, I feel like he is going to continue to run as the wide receiver one here and as the possession guy, and he's looked really good, gained a lot of trust with Wentz over the last two weeks. I mean, if you want to get real fucking cute, if Ertz is out and pick up Richard Rodgers, sure, but like, I highly doubt when I do my rankings later on this week. He'll be anything higher than like the tight end 16. So um, Fulgham seems like the guy I'm most excited about right now in this offense, given probably no Miles Sanders, probably no Zach Ertz, no Dallas Goddard. We don't know if Jeffrey's there. We don't know if Deshaun, John Jackson is supposed to play, but who the fuck knows? Jalen Rager is supposed to come back very soon as well. I think he's an interesting pickup if you want to stash him, if you got some room. Super exciting rookie who started showing flashes early on, then got hurt, and now he did. But he might be bike. All right, so those are pretty much the injuries that I think we can move past and we can move to the meat and fucking taters. Meat and taters. I don't want to say meat and potatoes because I hate. I kind of hate that saying. I think I think there are just so many, like when people say meat and potatoes, they're thinking of just like a very normal potato, maybe like mashed potato or just like a potato that was baked. And I low-key, that's like the worst fucking type of potato. There's french fries, there's tater tots, I'd probably rather have fucking potato chips than mashed potatoes. Let's go meat and tater tots. Moving to fucking meat and tater tots, all right? And this part of the video, the 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 content I know to include, whatever I get tweeted at the most during a Sunday, throughout the entirety of a Sunday NFL football day, whatever the theme of my tweets are, I know I need to be including in my meat and tater tot. So I actually hate how that sounds. Meat and, uh, I like sweet potatoes. I kind of fuck with sweet potatoes. On to the meat and sweet potatoes. All right, you know what? We're just going to scratch out. We're on to the fucking good part of the video. We'll put it that way. I would say like 90% of the tweets I got yesterday were about DeAndre Swift. DeAndre motherfucking Swift. Y'all know how much I love this kid coming out in the summer. Had he never got hurt, I think we've already, we already would have seen two to three games like we did yesterday already in this season but him getting hurt them leading into signing adrian peterson put everything on the back burner for mr swift no more okay the reason we loved him was because we thought he was going to be this year's miles sanders breakout late hindered by a coach that loves a running back by committee but he's too talented that he'll eventually take over the role yesterday 14 carries, 116 yards, two touchdowns, including a 54-yard burst, I want to say. Fucking the little swifty wiggle and fucking diggle on there. Wiggle dick, as Prez would like to say. Busts out, uses that long speed. Catches three or four targets, only seven yards, but still good to see four targets. So 18 opportunities overall. His 8.3 yards per carry were over three times more than Adrian Peterson's 2.7 yards per carry. DeAndre Swift becomes the first Lions rookie running bike to go for 100 on the ground and two scores since Barry Sanders back in 1989. 
But when have we seen this before? When have we seen a guy average three times the yards per carry as the guy behind him, some veteran, and him still not get the playing time? Oh, we saw it in fucking Detroit with Carryon Johnson and LeGarrette Blount when LeGarrette Blount was averaging like 1.4 yards per carry, Carryon Johnson averaging like six yards per carry under Matt Patricia. And they didn't have a Carryon Johnson competing with Carryon Johnson and LeGarrette Blount last time. This time, he's got Carryon Johnson along with Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Swift. So while it's nice to see, I didn't need this game to confirm how good DeAndre Swift was or that he was the most talented running bike in this backfield, okay? Like, going forward is all that matters when it comes to fantasy football. So how much confidence do we have that Matt Patricia actually gives the reins over to DeAndre Swift? My level of confidence out of a 10 is like a three. Objectively, it's like a three to a three and a half, okay? The snaps, the snaps have, like, week four, DeAndre Swift had 38% of the snaps. They had a week five bye. And you know what else I fucking hate? I hate... Like people's analysis of like, oh yeah, they have their bias. So now they're going to game plan this guy into the fucking scheme way more. Like that's just the dumbest fucking analysis ever. That doesn't happen. And you could be like, it happened with Swift. Like, no, he had, he played on 38% of the snaps. Again, the exact same fucking number as week four. Okay. So I'm not confident fucking at all. It was 38% of the snaps to Swift. 35% to AP and 22% to Carrion Johnson. Now we are seeing Carrion Johnson startly getting start to get phase out of the offense in terms of touches. He had, I think, five touches yesterday, four the week before, four the week before. So he's not a factor when it comes to the touches. Although you still would like to see like those two or three split between AP and DeAndre Swift. Now AP got 16 touches yesterday, including a goal line score, but it was good to see Swift on the goal line. Uh, he got stuffed a couple times. And then they kept giving it back to him. They're like, yep, you got stuffed. Another one. Stuffed. Another one. And then he finally gets in. It was a beautiful leap. Absolutely beautiful leap. It was gorgeous. Gets into the end zone. Guy's got a knack for the end zone. But, you know, I, I just, I still don't feel confident. I mean, listen, w w over the summer, my stance was that he could be this year's Miles Sanders breaking out all over the place in the second half of the year. What I'm doing with Swift right now, I'm getting a lot of questions. Do we sell high? Me personally, like I subjectively love this kid as a talent. So I'm going to be holding on to him and seeing what comes of it. If you want to sell him high, I'm not going to fault you for it because we don't know what this backfield. Like if he gets eight touches next week, eight carries or whatever, no one's going to be surprised. And, and Adrian Peterson gets 13 or 14, though they are playing the Falcons. So if you want to sell high, maybe you want to wait till after this week. A lot of times that shit doesn't work out where it's like the perfect matchup and running back by committee. That shit doesn't work out a lot of the time. So do what you want. I will say, me personally, I'm going to be holding on to Swift in the leagues that I have him in, which is a plentiful number of leagues. What else we got here? Well, DeAndre Swift bike, Julio's fucking bike too. Ironically, uh, Julio Jones, not even the best wide receiver on the field in his game with the initials JJ. Shout out Justin Jefferson. But listen, I'm sorry for any of y'all that I don't even say I said it, it was advice. This is why I said, this is why I start to preface with like, this is what I'm going to do personally. So if I say some dumb shit, I'm going down with the ship as well. So Julio, I actually don't own Julio anywhere anymore. I traded him in the last dynasty league. I had him in like a week or two ago. But if I owned him, I was talking about, I'm very risk averse when it comes to sit start. If a guy's going into the week with an injury, I'm probably not starting him. So I had Julio down at like wide receiver 22 or 23 or something. Um, so I apologize for any of y'all that, took my risk averse viewpoint and faded him from your lineups. 
Big L. He probably single-handedly won a lot of leagues for y'all. Safe to say, he's bike. Matt Ryan just looks a thousand times better anytime Julio's on the field, so that's obviously good to see. I'm fucking pissed we won the game, to be honest. I wish we just... I honestly want us to trade Matt Ryan to fucking... I don't know. I fucking anywhere. The 49ers, but Jimmy G looked fine last night. Oh, I just want Trevor. I just want Trevor. I want him bad. A.J. Brown, not bad. A.J. Brown, fully bike. Needs to be in your lineup week in, week out. DJ Chark, had the ankle issue coming in. I thought it was going to be more of a problem, but 14 fucking targets, man. 14 targets. So all these farce-injured receivers, not injured, okay? You know who's also not a farce? The guy throwing the ball to A.J. Brown. Ryan Tannehill is so fucking good. There's nothing. There, he has nothing left to prove as an NFL quarterback right now in terms of being top 10. He is. I, I'd be hard-pressed to find five fantasy quarterbacks that I want above Tannehill rest of season. Already had his bye, looking incredible. Phil Lindsay also looked fantastic yesterday. Carried the ball 23 times, went over the Benji Franklin mark. Still not getting targets, though. No, no one in that bike field is. That's like That was like the problem with, not problem, but like this was my worry about Clyde kind of coming in where Patrick Mahomes is like, his last read is to dump the ball off. He does not play the, he's not play it safe. He looks for his targets downfield. He likes throwing his receivers. He likes throwing his big guys, likes taking chances down the field, right? Drew Locke's got that big, you know, I don't give a fuck who gets mad or what our game plan is. I'm throwing the ball downfield, left, right, fucking center, backwards, don't matter. Drew Locke's throwing the ball everywhere, except to his running backs. Um, so Melvin Gordon, missed, this, this is some weird shit going on. I, I, I guess, like, obviously he had the DUI, but he didn't miss this game because if it was a punishment or a league suspension, unless this was like low-key Denver's way of punishing him. But apparently he had an illness, right? And and this year what's happening is why we're seeing illnesses pop up left and right is because anyone who has an illness, you have to treat it as if it's COVID, even if you haven't tested for it yet. So if you go into the facility on Friday and you have an illness or whatever, you've got to leave and you can't come bike until we know that you're negative for COVID. Whereas in other years where COVID didn't exist, if you had the flu or something and you just wanted to tough it out and play through it, you could do that. But this year they're not allowing you to do that, which is why we're seeing way more illnesses on the injury reports. And I think that's the reason Melvin Gordon missed this game. Although that also doesn't make fucking sense because we have rapid tests, which would give him a negative, I believe. I don't know. Either way, he missed it. And I don't know if I can confirm this, and I think I brought it up last week, but I do remember seeing somewhere, and nothing on Twitter is ever wrong, so maybe we don't even need confirmation on it. But I want to say, according to the NFLPA agreement, a suspension for what Melvin Gordon did, the violation he committed gets him a minimum of a multi-game suspension. So a minimum of a two-game suspension from the league. Someone confirm that shit for me. I'm only technically a lawyer, like I'm only technically a doctor. So Melvin Gordon, if he's missing a multiple-game stretch via a suspension, like their next five games, KC, the Chargers, who are like absolutely depleted on defense, Atlanta, Oakland, Miami. So any combo of those five games in which there's multiple games missed in there, Lindsey's. I'm going to feel real good about Lindsey being the running back one for Denver in that stretch. So good to see Lindsey back on the field, man. I just he, he's just the guy that you cannot you cannot dislike. Just the story coming as undrafted free agent, just balling little guy, explosive as fuck. Don't give. Remember when he got into a fight like week two of his rookie year, week three or some shit, got thrown out. He was on his way to fucking absolutely balling out. I don't know why that just popped into my head. I don't even really remember the play. I'm trying to remember the visual of it. 
I feel like he just like punched someone in the head after he got tackled and they threw him out like an idiot. Okay. Uh, what else we got? TJ Hawkinson, man. Listen, right now, he's tight end eight on the year in points per game. And not a massive game by any means yesterday, but another five targets and he got into the end zone again. Anytime you get into the end zone as a tight end, like you're probably going to be a top 10 fantasy tight end. He is the Lions red zone and end zone target right now. Like he is that for them. He leads the team in both categories, red zone and end zone targets. He is third in the NFL amongst tight ends in red zone targets. He is second in the NFL among tight ends in end zone targets. Okay. They are drawing up, watching a bunch of those plays. They are drawing up a ton of end zone plays for Hawkinson. Like they're going to him. It's not like Stafford's under pressure. He's rolling out fine Hawkinson. They're making a lot of design plays for Hawkinson, man. And you love to see that for a fantasy tight end. Next six games for Hawkinson, Atlanta, Indianapolis, Minnesota, Washington, Carolina, Houston. So Indy's a tough matchup, but without Darius Leonard, maybe not. He's been out. Also, another reason why Indy's defense has probably not been playing as well. But Atlanta, Minnesota, Washington, Carolina, Houston. Outside of Indy, it's fucking wheels up for hockey. The Hockinator. It's also wheels up for this Houston fucking offense without Bill O'Brien, man. Shout out to Bill O'Brien for being just a cuck and holding everybody fucking bike. Let's throw up some tweets that we saw today. We have Brandon Cook's bike. Acquired for a second round pick in April. Totaled 21 targets and a 17% target share in four games under Bill O'Brien this year. In two games under Romeo Cornell, Tim Kelly. Cooks has seen 21 targets and a team high 29.1% target share. Now, I'm always a little hesitant to just take one or two game sample size, especially with like a target share because, you know, like, three or two targets can make the difference in looking like a wide receiver one and a wide receiver three, but his involvement looks really good. And again, remember he came into the year banged up. So it's possible that he's getting healthy and he's being used as they actually want to use him now. And from our very own, obviously Mr. Michael at Mike me up on Twitter, bunk bed breakdowns. Sean Watson in his first two weeks without Bill O'Brien, 359 yards, three touchdowns, two for 25 on the ground week six, 335 yards, four touchdowns, four for 26 on the ground. Y'all left this man for dead after four weeks. Turns out all he needed was to be free of Bob. Top five dynasty QB lock. So it's good to see them get shit bike on trike, even though their fucking team stinks right now still. Uh, Fantasy arrow up for the Houston offense. For sure, for sure, for sure. Next week, they're at home against Green Bay. Now, I feel confident putting Brandon Cooks in as a, a wide receiver three. But whoever Jair Alexander shadows, who doesn't do it every week, but he does it a lot of the time, was a reason we were nervous about Mike Evans this week. That's going to be tough on the outside because Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks both run from the outside. Neither are slot guys. That is Randall Cobb's rule. Uh, both of them are running 77% of their snaps from the outside while Randall Cobb mans a slot, which means it could be a Cobb game, which means that's not a thing. So... Take that for whatever you want to take it as, okay? Okay? It's spooky season. It's spooky season. I got my orange. I cannot stop drinking these sparkling ice, bro. I just bought like a 14-pack variety pack on Amazon. It's almost done. It was like two days ago I got it. I'm wearing orange. I'm drinking orange. You know what else is orange? Your pumpkins. Your pumpkin's down below. Your ball sack, okay? You've got to keep that shit trimmed. Keep it orange, not red. 
Do not cut your balls while you're shaving. Do not cut the head while you're shaving. Do not cut the shaft while you're shaving. Much easier said than done, but much easier done than said when you are using Manscaped. I personally, as you can see, there's actually still wet on the on the thing. I don't know if it's going to zoom in or not. Come on. Is this a touchscreen? Oh, we do have touchscreens on here. Ah, you probably can't see that. Whatever. It's fucking wet because I showered this morning and used it this morning. Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is fucking beautiful. I haven't used a razor on my nuts since I was in like ninth grade. But every time I get a buzzer, it cuts the shit out of me. This never cuts the shit out of me. The Lawnmower 3.0 is beautiful for Manscaped. Uh, they actually just got exciting news for all you international people out there. Just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. They've got like literally variety packs of ball toner and, and Manscaped 3.0. They have an awesome like travel bag that I actually lost in an airport one time and lost all my Manscaped shit. So shout out to them for sending me more product. But if you go to manscaped.com, I almost just fucking one cut off half the microphone and two just shaved the half of my mustache right there. I should shave something live on air for you guys. I ain't going to do that. Manscaped.com. If you use a promo code BDGE when you're on Manscaped, you check out, you are going to get 20% off your order. Okay. So if this thing is 30 bucks, you're getting 20% off. Can't do the math. I want to say that's 7.5, but I also want to say that is 25% off. So maybe you're getting like $6.84 off your order, plus free shipping. You're not paying for fucking shipping, all right? You're not paying for things to cut your nuts. You're not paying for shipping. Manscaped.com, use the promo code BDGE. When you check out, you're getting 20% off plus free shipping. All Manscaped does is produce. All Tim Patrick does is fucking produce. Tim Patrick is like Mike Williams light. And I had this thought. I had this thought. They're like the same player. Like quarterbacks just sees him running down the field. They're like, he's fucking huge. He's big. Strong ass hands. Can get up. We'll jump. We'll go over these little fucking 5, 10 D-backs and absolutely father them. I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, every time these motherfuckers go up for the ball. And then I was like, Tim Patrick actually doesn't slam down too hard often. But Mike Williams. Mike Williams dead ass looks like he goes up for a ball. And then all of a sudden midair, Undertaker. Like, it, I guess it's good that it's spooky season. Maybe this made me think of it. He's a fucking ghost. An invisible undertaker comes out of nowhere and choke slams the shit out of him. Like, that's the way Mike Williams looks every time he lands on the ground when he catches a ball up there. Comes out of the game hurt every single time. Shoulder, his bike, his fucking everything. Shout out to Undertaker. Shout out to Tim Patrick. I mean, listen, while Cortland Sutton is out and Drew Locke just doesn't give a fuck about anything in life, throwing it downfield, like Tim Patrick is going to be the guy that's getting all those 50-50 shots. Jerry Judy is much more talented, more finesse. And we're all about finesse over here. So we like Judy, but like he's not getting a lot of valuable targets from Drew Locke. That is Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick is very much worth picking up in leagues now, man. I don't know if I want to start him yet as a wide receiver three, but like you could do worse in your flat. I actually started him yesterday in a league over DJ Chark. I don't even know what the points ended up being, to be honest with you. I think I won the matchup. I don't think it actually mattered. But I want to say Tim Patrick actually outscored. He had 12.1 in the half PPR league, and DJ Chark had 8. So shout out to motherfucking me. I don't get to say that that often because I usually just say a bunch of dumb shit. But shout out to me for starting Tim Patrick over DJ Chark yesterday. But T, uh, Tim Patrick should be rostered. He absolutely should be rostered, as should some of these other tight ends, man. Trey Burton. Uh, is the tight end to own there in Indy. Well, like Cox was out yesterday. Trey Burton produced, got the volumes, getting looks. 
Phillip Rivers even looks like an NFL quarterback again after, you know, playing the Cincinnati. They are seeming to be the get-right game for everybody. Trey Burton very involved, and for a few weeks in a row now. Same with Gronk. Same with Gronk, man. And this might have been a game, again, I talked about how Jair Alexander on Mike Evans could funnel the targets elsewhere over the middle of the field. <clears throat> Gronk had a big game. He looks slow still, but he's still, he's getting involved. And uh, we've seen it now a couple weeks in a row with OJ Howard now sidelined. So Gronk is definitely pick Trey Burton, pick Who else is pick I think that's really it, to be honest. I think that's all I got. Skirt, skirt. Oh, this is a great fucking, this is what I was talking about. Because I tweeted out the thing of Mike Williams getting choke slammed by The Undertaker. And then someone did a beautiful Photoshop. This is what I love about Twitter. This is what I love about the community. This is what I love about you motherfuckers. Like, I could just say something and then, boom, five seconds later, some shit like this <laughs> pops up on Twitter. Like, this is Mike Williams every time he goes up for a ball. I don't understand it. It makes no damn sense. Like, why are you trying to kill yourself? Just catch a fucking ball. It ain't that hard. Shout out to at G-M-E-N-J-A-Y. G-M-E-N-J-A-Y. Speaking of G-Men, let's check GoFundMe. Still has $0. Fucking beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I think that's all I got. Who else? Who else? Um, you guys want me to talk? What else are we doing here? I think last time I feel like I just answered a lot of questions after for Q&A for the last like 40 minutes of it. Is it still up? Oh, it's still up. I was wondering. I was I was looking on YouTube and it's always delayed. So I was waiting for the picture to go off the screen. I realized I never fucking exited from the picture. What an idiot. Okay. What do we got here? Eagles injury news just popped up. I feel like I don't believe you and you're about to fuck my day up. Pain. Uh-oh. I was just tagged in pain. Is that from? No, it's not from a Miles Sanders tweet. Good. What do we got? Anything from Miles Sanders and the Eagles? I feel like you're just lying to me. Miles Sanders, MRI. No reason to rush Sanders back. Yep. Before week 10 bye. Yep. Oh, fucking. Oh, wait. Expect Eagles expect Miles Sanders to miss Thursday night's game with knee injury. Zach Ertz also expected to be out for three to four weeks with an ankle injury. Okay. So we get no real detail on Miles Sanders, I guess. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The fact that they didn't say Eagles running back Miles Sanders and knee injuries expected to sideline him one to two weeks. Okay. 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 One to two weeks. That's probably what we expected. Miles Sanders tweeted out. What did he tweet out? He tweeted some shit out. Sanders, if you were a little bit faster, bro, you just wouldn't get fucking caught. You wouldn't get caught on it. Let me see. I'm going to his Twitter. I can't find it nowhere. 
That ain't him. Does he even have a Twitter? Are you talking about Instagram? Oh, I found it. Why is he all the way down there when I'm searching for Miles Sanders? Adversity visits the strong but stays within the weak. Nah, we don't fucking give a shit about the weak. We just need you to be biking a week, bro. Okay, one to two weeks. So it's going to depend on uh, on what they want to do with him next week. So he's definitely going to be out for Thursday night. Does he miss next week's game? I mean, how risque do the Eagles want to be when they know they have their bye week afterwards? Well, the, the, I feel like they're probably going to have a basis after this week, like if they win against the Giants, and they'll see how Dallas looks without Dak Prescott. Maybe they feel like they don't need him, but I'm sure he's going to be at best a game time decision. So I would say all in all, that's good news considering like it could have been a month long injury or something like that, but feel a little bit better about it, but he's got the week nine by which fucking stinks. Yeah, I love that. Tom McCarthy. I'm calling him kilometers Sanders until he steps his game up. Kilometers Sanders. I fuck with it. What else we got? Got any good questions? Any fun questions? Better luck next year, Nick. What do you mean better luck next year? I'm five and one in E-Town. The only league I have them in, I'm five and one in. I just got to fucking weather the storm. I got no running backs in any of my leagues. They all just die. When's the next card break? Yeah, Georgie, we just got them cards in. We just got in fucking six boxes of Origins. Panini OGs. Uh, these gonna these are going to be a more expensive break, though. So if you broke like George, don't even fucking bother. What happened to Cam Akers? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've been starting Darrell Henderson, so I feel okay about it. Akers, I guess they just, I don't know. Maybe he did something to practice. Maybe he was wilding. Maybe he was yelling a little bit too much at practice. Didn't tuck his shirt in. Outlook on Thielen. Kirk is brutal. Yeah, I mean, Kirk's one of the... Listen, like, Kirk's one of those guys where people just go back and forth week to week. It's like Kirk, Jared Goff. Like, all these guys, everyone has a new opinion on him every single week. And every time, it needs to be, like, the hottest take ever. It's like... Kirk makes one bad throw, and it's like, he cannot be a quarterback in 2021. Then he throws for 350 yards, four touchdowns. It's like, Kirk looks pretty good. So, like, I'm I'm just like, everybody shut the fuck up. Kirk's going to have bad games. He's going to have good games. Thielen's been a fucking baller. Like, let him ball. Let him and Jay Jeff fucking ball. Pat's offense, where do they stay? Yeah, uh, their offense looks fucking abysmal. When you have Julian, they're running, like, fucking bike-to-bike trick plays with Julian Elman throwing the ball. Like, Cam looked miserable yesterday. Uh, can I use your manscape? Yeah. So for anyone that, for anyone that uses promo code BDGE on manscape.com, if you screenshot your order and send it to me using the promo code, you'll be entered into a raffle to win my game used lawnmower 3.0 valuable, valuable item right now in the marketplace. Stop Scott. Stop. I saw the question and I was like, who's this fucking asshole Fulgham or Juju and dynasty? Can we please talk about Justin Jefferson and T. Higgins? I mean, listen, we've been talking about it in the last couple of weeks. It's like these rookie wide receivers are fucking bowling. I hope you picked up J. Jeff when I was yelling about him a couple of weeks ago. T. Higgins looks fantastic too. A.J. Green finally had a, a decent day, um, but T. Higgins looks like the one there. He's running the most routes. Justin Jefferson's a god. 
Um, but if you own them in Dynasty, you should sell them immediately for Mike Boone. Chase Claypool still looks like a beast. Juju is absolutely terrible. Yo, Nick, should I be worried about James Robinson? Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually going to try to buy him, to be honest. I'm, I'm going to be trying to buy James Robinson. He's still getting like 90% of the touches there. I mean, listen, they're a bad team. This is kind of like the outlook we had for Leonard Fournette. Where we're like, we don't want that running back. Even though we know he's going to get volume, but they're not going to be a lot of valuable volume. And he, he looked amazing in the beginning of the year, but now that, that shit's coming around to haunt him a little bit. Um, so now I'm not, I'm not too worried about James Robinson because mo most likely you have him as like your RB3. Opinions on DeAndre Swift. I talked about Swift already for a while earlier on in this video, probably for like half the fucking video. With Miles Sanders officially out one to two weeks, so still use top waiver on Boston Scott if I'm the owner. Yeah, at this point, I feel like you, yeah, I, I would I would probably use the top, the top spot on Boston Scott. If you own a workhorse running back right now is the time that you need to go out and pick up their handcuff if they're available on the wire. That obviously should have already been the case because this year has been so fucking crazy. But halfway through the season is when handcuffs really, really are worth the um, are worth the roster spot. 2021 second and Gesicki or Juju in Dynasty tight end premium. Interesting thing. I, I personally just don't think Kasiki's good at football. Like he was on my my avoid list, my bust list in this in the summer. And uh I think he's pretty much showing why. So I would take the Juju side there. Although Juju's obviously dynasty value is plummeting. Uh I don't think that's enough for him. What else we got? I talked about CEH in the, the Le'Veon Bell video a couple days ago. I just assume every single one of you have watched every minute of every piece of content I've ever put out. So you guys know all of my opinions on everything. What are you doing the rest of the day, homie? Uh, well, I'm going to finish this up at two. Then we got our live stream tonight, five o'clock Eastern time back on the YouTube channel. And, uh, we'll be chilling down here from like five until 11, 13, 13 PM. <laughs> um, and then tomorrow we'll wake up, we'll film fade the public they're sleeping over tonight. Cheeseburger Domino's. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get uh I'm not going to get Domino's tonight. Although Snacks probably going to force us to. Snacks going to be so fucking annoying to hang out with tonight. You know the pro Snacks during football season is the worst. If they win, he won't shut the fuck up. If they lose, he won't stop crying. George, shut your fucking mouth. Who do I start in my editor spot, Scott or Ike? Scott. Are you uploading this full video on YouTube? Yes. After I do my live streams, I always keep them up on YouTube. 
Content for the people. I don't make content for free. I make it for freedom. What's your Halloween costume this year? So we had a, we had a phenomenal, we had a phenomenal, see Scott George is trying to spark up the rivalry again. Favorite cartoon? Gotta be Arnold. Gotta be Hey Arnold. Or Rocket Power. Or SpongeBob. Ah, shit. Nick, want to be in my fantasy league? No, fantasy league's already started. What are you talking about? Where are you going? We are riders on a mission. Scott hates uh, Scott hates both of you. You asking me to be in your fantasy league next year right now is like people asking me week one sit starts in July. Justin, you're making me laugh. Nick, best gay streamer with all the rainbows. You know I'm not gay, right? I don't like take it personally that you say that, but best game day snack? Uh, good question. I'd say something simple, something, something fucking biked up, bagged up. I feel like chips are an easy way to go. Once you start like cooking, like wings are great, but like shit gets you messy as hell, and then I can't be touching my. I can't be touching my laptop and stuff. I need access to the laptop laptop on game day. I've been wanting to buy BG stonks for so long. Still a strong buy. Yeah, I'll never fucking put them stonks up there. How should we value Dobbins and Dynasty now? Yeah, you value them the same way you did when you drafted them, guys. These these types of guys, I you don't expect. Like Jonathan Taylor, listen. Jonathan Taylor wouldn't be a workhorse right now if Marlon Mack was healthy. Like you draft these guys knowing they're going into a committee and knowing you're going to have to wait for things to happen with them. But the upside is legitimate, you know, league winning top five type of running back. And you hold on for those reasons. Stop. You told me about Marlon Mack. I don't even know what that means. Hey, Nick, hire me. I'm 28 with 25 years of experience. It's not enough. Need more. 2021 first for the lawnmower 3.0 signed by Nick's balls. I don't know if my balls can sign it. What I could do is tape it to my brajol and fucking swing it around and try to sign it. Tape, tape a Sharpie I'm talking about. Not a sharp razor. I'd take that trade. My team is fucking stiked. Panthers are in lockdown. Is that like a COVID thing or is that, are you just saying they're good right now? Sanders out one to two weeks. Ertz out three to six weeks. Goddard two to four. Jeffrey one to three. Rager, Rager one to three. DJ one to three. This is fucking absurd. I can't believe Snacks is going to Philly. What a psycho. Panthers presumed positive, sent everybody back home. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. 
Nick, do a BDGE coffee mug giveaway. Yeah, you know what? I don't do enough giveaways. I don't do enough giveaways. You're right. You know why? It's because I don't keep any product on hand. So like I'm paying, I'm probably paying more for the product than you guys actually pay buying it. Which is very selfish of me not to do more giveaways. I'm going to do some giveaways. Here's what we're going to do. Let me think. Give me like two seconds to think of a good giveaway question. We're going to be doing giveaways tonight at the, uh, we're going to do giveaways tonight during the live stream. We'll probably be giving away some merch and, uh, we're going to be giving away a bedroom in the HQ. So you get to live here rent free for a year. Wait, I'm going to the game of snacks there. I mean, he's not there now, but he's going to Philly on Thursday. All right, giveaway. Here's what we'll do. I'm going to find something good on my phone and do it off that. Hey, George threw $5 at the GoFundMe. You're so stupid. George, I feel like you should write off everything you've paid me in your lifetime, which is probably a substantial amount you should write off on taxes. I'm on. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll do it. Here's the giveaway. You're going to guess. I'm going to give you a few hints on the way. You're going to guess who I was going to be for Halloween this year. We're probably going to push it off till next year. And I, George, I feel like I might have told you this already, so don't fucking ruin it. Who am I going to be for Halloween this year? It's a person. It's an athlete. Um, it's a person, it's an athlete. His sport was baseball. Sport was baseball. Now, this is a big hint. Oh, oh. Wait, did I see a Sosa? Jason, whoever Jason is, had Sosa first. You were really close, Tommy Boy 7, with Sammy Sosa. But Jason said Sosa first. Sosa, what up? How did you know that? Is that Jason Farah? Were you guys all typing in Sosa like you were going to get it after fucking 10 minutes of me already saying? So what me and Steve are going to do, my... uh. Steve's black. He's my best friend. We do a we do a white black costume every year, and we are gonna do we are gonna do um, nineteen ninety nine Sammy Sosa and two thousand twenty Sammy Sosa. So I was obviously gonna be no. My friend is black, so he was gonna be the nineteen ninety nine Sammy Sosa, and then I get to be now. So we were both just gonna dress up and um. We were both just going to dress up in Sammy Sosa full full jerseys. And I thought it would have been a funny-ass costume. Yeah, see, like, we could have done Michael Jackson, too. But I thought the Sammy Sosa costume was so easy because all we had to do was get jerseys. Michael Jackson, we got to like go all out and get fucking weird ass costumes and look like a weirdo. 
Somebody calling. All right, so Jason, I'm gonna need you to um, I'm gonna need you to, I guess, somehow get in touch with me. It's not a fucking landline, yo. <laughs> My apartment building has phones in every room, and it's just for the front office to. It's just for front office to. Uh, Get in touch with me if we, um, sorry. I don't know why my brain just fucking went down. Why am I getting text messages and shit? Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm having a lot of trouble focusing right now for whatever reason. Oh boy. Drugs will do that to you. I'm just kidding. It's not a fucking landline, you cunts. Um, okay, giveaway. Jason, 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 Jason. You can tweet at me. I need proof that it's you, though. I need you to take a screenshot inside your YouTube studio that it's you. Landlines are fucking bike. Yo, landlines are pretty sick. Landlines are fucking lit. You just be like fucking... Yeah, bitch. Like, and you got the fucking wire you got to wrap around and shit. What are you guys yelling about? I'm done answering fantasy questions. You guys can spam the chat all you want, but I'm just here to piss you off now. And you can't even go. If you try to X out of YouTube, it won't work. I dare you. I dare you to try to X out of YouTube right now. It won't work. I love Pokemon cards. Damn, I was hoping all you guys X'd out and no one was left. Your costume should be a, a landline. I feel like it's you guys calling me. Hello? Hey, what's up, Larry? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Yeah, 32 grams. All right. Wasn't Larry lunch. Larry. It's Larry Landline, baby. This is so good. I don't even need to talk. I just like, I'm just reading the chat. It's so good. Do we have a snowstorm coming this week? No, we don't. Stop. It's still like semi warm in New York. I'm be really fucking upset if it's true. No, it's going to be 74 on Thursday. <sighs> Nah, shut your mouth with this snowstorm ass bullshit. 
Nick want to get bodied in Madden by me? Nah, I kind of fucking stink at Madden, to be honest. What's that is C. What's up, Nick? Got any advice on how to start a fantasy football YouTube page? Uh, Yeah, create an account and make videos and upload it, baby. NYC is underwater in 30 years. Sorry to say, I'll probably be dead by then, so it's probably won't affect me. Snacks wrote a long-ass letter to Gettleman the other day. Like, physically wrote it. Next HQ in Chinatown. That's still in, in New York, <laughs> Scott. Push fantasy advice like weight. I feel that. I can trade my drug dealers uh, sit-start answers for, for drugs. They love that shit. Nick, can I ship you beef jerky? Um... Yeah, I I would normally say yes, but like dissecting, you've been way too ratchet this chat that I don't actually believe that you're gonna ship me beef jerky. I don't I don't actually want to give you my address. And yes, this is a personal thing. The snacks writing the newsletter right now. No, probably fucking not. He's probably gonna forget to do it because he's coming over tonight. And then at like nine a.m., he's gonna be like, Nick, I need you to do it. That's not true. He's only missed once, which is way too many times already. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. Actually drink during the live stream this time. We got wasted last time. I don't know what you're talking about. Have you been to Oktoberfest at Watermark? It's in NYC right by Ferry. No, I don't know what Watermark is. I don't know what Ferry is. Nick, you are my real dad. I, I know that. I'm aware. Give me a different one. Maybe I'll give you snacks. Why are you sending us beef jerky? Do you work for a beef jerky company? Is Nick all right? No. CV1 Chain joining the live stream tonight. Uh, he's got work in the city, so he'll come by afterwards. I, I'm not sure what time, though. He might be late if he does make it. I'm debating dropping a lot of money so you can see Snacks cry. I really hope no. I, I hope, like, tomorrow or Wednesday when I look at it again, there's no money in there. Nick skipping leg day. I did about 200 lunges the other day. And my ass was sore for for about 35 seconds because I'm a fucking tank. That ferry to Staten Island. Oh, fuck no. I'm not going to Staten Island for that shit. Nick, I tried to DM you about potentially working with an internship and you left me on open. Yeah, get in line, bone cheese. Animal can still make E-Town e get down playoffs. No. Can I live with you? No. Can I buy you a tree? No. Thoughts on Cam Akers? No. Does John Brown play tonight? No. I'm going to ship you another landline? No. Okay. In reality, yeah, you could buy me a tree. That'd be fucking sick. I'd put a tree right in the corner right here. I'll probably put a Christmas tree over there. So if you want to save me the time and money and energy, you want to just buy it and ship it to me, that'd be fucking sick. I'm thinking about just putting my address up for everybody. Probably a really bad idea. Probably got a lot of cool shit shipped to me, though. I'd open them live on camera. I love the ices now. They're so good.
I'll ship you a tree and a and the jerky. All right, all right. You might have sold me. I'm gonna give you someone else's address though. I don't trust you. Break a box just for the stream. I can't. I can't. Those aren't my boxes to break. Nick, did you know you're famous? No. Have you ever given pina coladas a chance? I don't really like uh, coconut things. Like coconut flavor, is, it's fine for like a sip or two, but yeah, pina coladas, get the fuck out. Thoughts on trading for Eckler? Uh, I'm probably not going to do that just because we have no idea what his timetable is. Can I buy you lube? I probably have some already. But if you want to send me lube, I'll, I'm open to you guys sending me fucking anything. Did you do a Dugarita? Yeah, we did. We had the Dukes. You you see my last vlog? Or it might have been two vlogs ago. I'm fucking pumping out the vlogs. I got two in the last week. You ain't been seeing that shit since I was since I was like 17. Since I was really out here fucking grinding. Putting out two vlogs in a week. Nick's on some shit. Nick, I'm a personal trainer. I'll give you a free session if you buy me a plane ticket. You think your fucking personal trainer session is worth a plane ticket? What is that, like $250, $300 right now? I wouldn't pay that shit to Arnold motherfucking Schwarzenegger to give me a personal training session. Skirt. How often do you use that landline? Uh, Four or five times a day. Because every time I order Chick-fil-A and the guy at the front desk is like, Nick, your Chick-fil-A is at the front door, bro. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, midnight snacks, afternoon snacks, noon snacks. Breakfast snacks, snack snacks, animal and snacks. It's all Chick-fil-A. Nick, you ever gave black girls a chance? Yeah. I, uh, it took a while though, not to give them a chance. I just, the opportunity never arose. When I was in Brooklyn last year, I went out with a few black girls a few times. You guys think I'm like fucking, you guys think I'm racist or something? I don't get it. Irish car bombs. Yeah. Irish car bombs. See, Irish car bombs are like, they can't be like your drink though. They're a time time and place kind of thing. They're like in the, in the right moment, having a crazy night. You know, St. Patty's Day, you do a couple Irish car bombs and then the next day you want to fucking kill yourself. I love that. I love a want to kill myself from Irish car bombs next day kind of feeling you don't want that every day though were you popular in high school uh yeah but like i went to i went to a small high school like we literally graduated with like 90 kids and i played sports so that was like them that was basically like the prereq of kind of being popular which is that Oh my goodness. Nick, you should go on Survivor. I've never actually watched a full episode of Survivor. I don't really know what they do on that show. You think I'm cut out for it?
Do you mind if I get the logo tat tatted on me? No, I feel like you ask this every week and I'm waiting for you to do it. Favorite beer? Um, I'm I'm simple. Well, I guess there's tears. There's tears to the fucking beers. There's levels to this shit. Like the the this tier is Keystone Light. Next tier, Bud Light. I also really like like the uh Shock Top and Blue Moon, like that range of beers where it's got the the orangey citrus taste to it. And then um and then I don't really give a fuck to be honest. They all they're all kind of the same. You want me to be your personal cook? Not really. I cook like four things and they 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 work for me. I shouldn't have even said anything. Nick looks like a vodka press guy. What does a vodka press? What does a press even mean? Nick looks. Nick likes red bone. <laughs> ah, 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 Popeyes, Chick Fil A, nah, chill. Popeyes, have, I would say their 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 straight up sandwich is up to par. The straight up chicken sandwich might be better, but like the rest of it, the divert they fucking really diversify the revenue there at Chick Fil A. Cranberry vodka guy, nah, it's the last drink I would ever order. Should be a rapper. I've been thinking about making a few rap songs. I could probably spit a little bit. What college did you go to? I went to Marist undergrad. I went to Maris undergrad and I went to uh, Binghamton for my MBA. Is this a waiver wire show or an AMA? I mean, you already fucking missed the waiver wire show, my guy. My guy, fucking Adam Swift. The only Swift I acknowledge is DeAndre. What sport did you play? Um, baseball, basketball, and soccer. How do you feel about jalapeno spice? Nah, anything spicy makes me fucking cry. It's not good. It's not good for my insides. How do you feel about, or what is your opinion on stocks? I, I do not mess around with stocks. Sorry, I just like don't have time to care. Biden or Trump? All right, we're not really getting political here, but at this point it's it's anything, anything outside of what we have right now. I assume you play football. What else? No, I actually, I played one year of football in like eighth grade or ninth grade. Only year I played. I was always small growing up. Like I didn't hit my growth spurt until like my junior, senior year. I wish I played. It'd have been fun as fuck to play wide receiver. Nick, when are you going to be signed by Barstool? Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking take a deal to be signed anywhere. It's HQ or fucking bust. Bud Light Lime or just Bud Light? I've, Bud Light Lime I like a lot in the summer. Like it really brings me back to my my youngin days of chilling on the beach and drinking like 42 Bud Light Limes. Good time. Good times. Oh, 
Holy shit. Holy shit. If you get the Big Dogs logo tattered on you, you will get any product we put out for free for lifetime. I'll promise you that, right? Screenshot this, video record this. Any Big Dogs tattoo that you get on you, and not just a picture of a dog, but Big Dogs brand related, if you get a tat on you, you get any product that we come out with for lifetime, for free, for life. Plus or minus 235 for what Nick can put up on the bench. Oh, I'm way fucking under that right now. There, there was a time. I'm a lot skinnier than you guys probably realize. Like, I'm, uh, I'm wiry. I'm wiry. Um, I probably weigh about a buck 60 right now. And through quarantine, I've barely been working out. So I've lost all my fucking muscle. Um, I, w at one point when I was, I think like my peak fitness probably weighed around the same weight. I've always been around like 160. I was able to rep 225 like three times max. That was like the strongest I've ever been on the bench. But if I tried 235 right now, it would absolutely fucking decapitate me. All right, Jason, I'll check that out. Nick looked like he drank White Claw. I had like 40 of them. Press means alcohol mixed with water. Ah, uh, see, I, I can get down with that. Run the stream straight till five. No way, Scott. I can't stay on this. Although I'll have been on the stream from 1.30 till almost like fucking midnight tonight. Can't do it. Plus, I need to move this camera downstairs. Can't do it. Can't win with them. Can't stream with them. Nick looking like a fucking sparkling ice guy. I mean, how could you tell? I don't know if I could do this for much longer. I was just thinking, got caught in the, uh, got caught in thought. Are you a Travis Scott fan? Yeah, he's on, uh, he's on some of my playlists. I'm not like crazy. Like I, I wouldn't be able to tell you when his next album's coming out or anything, but did you play Yu-Gi-Oh? No, I did not. Favorite holiday? Uh, I like Halloween a lot. I fuck with Halloween. I like Halloween. I like I like Thanksgiving, but for Thanksgiving Eve. Like I, I like Friendsgiving. Um, I like July Fourth, Labor Day weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Anytime you can get together with your friends, I think I I, I enjoy now. As you get older, it's tough to like stay in touch with a group of friends. So if you have like a real reason to, I feel like those are always fun days. What's your opinion on Lacroix? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't really do that. Live stream the camera move. I can't though because it's all plugged into my computer down here and I need to like replug it in downstairs. So I can't be doing all that shit. Scott, you're doing such a good job editing this live stream. I agree. Whoever's paying him should give him a raise. Will there be a big dog? Fucking animal actually made a BDG pumpkin. He better be bringing it here tonight. When does Animal's House drop? Did it already come out this week? 
If I see Animal's house and they got the pumpkin there and he didn't fucking give it to me, I'm going to be furious. I need to tell him to bring his notes. What sh- what else should I tell Animal and Snacks to bring? Animal would bring notes and pumpkin. And don't bring snacks. Does this apply if I just tattoo your face? Yeah, that works too. Thank you, Gabriel. I appreciate that. The visor too. Yes, you can rewatch this when I finish live streaming, unfortunately. Tuesdays, Nick, know your brand. I don't know what the fuck's going on with content outside of the things I do. You would be surprised how hands off I am with like everything that happens underneath me. I don't know when Animal's House comes out. I don't know when Bagels and Locks come out. I have no idea what the bunk bed breakdown schedule is. I don't know fucking anything ever. I just do my shit and I'm like, you guys can do your shit and it's going to be my shit. Let's see what Animal says. Got notes leaving. He just left out the pumpkin part. What the fuck? What about what about the pumpkin? I said, Animal, bring notes and the pumpkin. He said, I got notes. Leaving around three-ish. What about the fucking pumpkin? Come on, Nick. Come on, Nick. What? The card opening, Not that one's not going to be tomorrow now because I have to fill the spots first. Is the fork and knife enough? Yeah, dude. Anything with the brand will work. As long because I know a lot of you fuckers will just get like a picture of your dog and be like, look, it's a big dog. I'm like, nah, bitch. Your table is kind of tall. Yeah, we did that purposely. I mean, it's a podcasting table. We have stools and shit that we sit on. We like the high the, the high ground. It makes us feel superior to y'all. Will you put a picture of my grandma on your wall? No. When did your beard start connecting? It's like really still not. I still have like patchy spots. It looks better on camera than I've, I've, it does in real life, I think. But I would say like re- semi-recently, probably over the last few years. I think I'm about to hit a growth spurt, to be honest. Next time you see me, it's going to be like this. I ain't even going to be on the fucking camera no more. Thoughts on Perry the Platypus. I don't even... You guys are fucking weird. Did you get a new tattoo? Uh, the most recent one I got was this bike. I don't know if you would consider that new. I need to get a new one. Do I work tomorrow? I don't know. What the fuck do you do for work? Nick, you look faded. I'm always faded. Bunk bed breakdown, low key, my favorite too. Shaking my head. Why are you shaking your head? We bike. Are you high? I'm not high. I don't think. Yeah, we built that shit. 
did you watch Noah's video with the fans of the channel? Uh, I didn't watch the full thing. I watched like a little bit of it and I texted him. I thought it was a great fucking idea. I thought it was cool as hell. We'll probably do a lot more stuff like that when we have the off season, like when we're doing dynasty Q and A's and live streams on Saturday and stuff for the Patreons, we'll probably do some stuff with that. What the fuck? It says keeping the pumpkin. I'm firing him. I almost getting fired live on the show. Can you start in OnlyFans? What do people do for OnlyFans, though, besides, like, get naked? Do they do anything productive? What's up? What's up? What's up, Lucas? You're canceled. I'd honestly love if Animal didn't come tonight. Okay, I'm done. I got to get ready for this next seven hours of streaming. Hope to see y'all there. I don't even know if I mean that. So, Brit. We out. Goodbye. I didn't mean it, Vinny. I never mean it. I'm always lying. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.